Hey, Ryan. Yes, Donna. And I got this may be a little bit old because January is almost at an end. But have you heard about what the official band is for this year? No, what's the official band this year? It's the Ramones. The Ramones? They're a little old. Well, but they have the song. 20, 24 hours to go. I want to be sedated. You're just staring at me like I'm a moron. <laughs> I guess if the shoe fits, right? I didn't say that. <laughs> well, a look is worth a thousand words. <laughs> Welcome to Coyote Tales. My name is Donna Shannon. I am here almost as always with my husband, Ryan Shannon. That's just because I'm home when you record the podcast. Hey, I could kick you out of the room if you want. You could if you want to. Yeah, but that wouldn't be very nice. No, it's not nice at all. We're, we're nice people. At least I'm nice. You're the nice one. I am not really a nice person. I know. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Every Slytherin like me needs their emotional support Hufflepuff like you. Yeah, but don't piss off the Hufflepuff. Because even then, they can get nasty. Well, their house animal is a badger. It is a badger. Yeah. So, so Don't piss off the badgers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is that saying? Honey badger, don't play that. I don't even know. I don't know. It's, it's already an old phrase. I'm just, just like it's not cool enough from to... From the other guys with Will Smith and Mark Wahlberg? No, they picked... No, it's from uh, Central Intelligence, I thought. No, yeah. it's all over the place. It's like a meme fucking thing or something like that, that we were never cool enough to know when the trend was happening, and now it's like eight years beyond, and I'm still trying to make it. It's a classic adult thing. <laughs> We're adults, so we don't get those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was at an open mic last night, and I was talking to one of the other comics, and he's all like, oh, man, I'm feeling like all old and achy and stuff like this. He goes, I'm 37, and everything's on the day, you know, just hurts, and I'm tired all the time. I'm like, Dude, fuck you. You're a baby. I'm 54 and I've had a muscle spasm in my neck for three <laughs> weeks. For That's three true. weeks. Because I slept on it wrong. I slept wrong. I, I went to the bathroom and I gave myself a cramp. <laughs> hey, I've popes hard enough that I snapped my back, like cracked my back. <laughs> Again, there's some things that I don't need to know. <laughs> so, so the new poop theory is you're supposed to squat rather than sit. Hence, you know, you're supposed to prop your feet and have your knees at a certain angle and have your feet under your body so that everything lines up so the poop flows easier. Yep, that's why you get a squatty potty. You get our new sponsor, the squatty potty. Please sponsor us, squatty potty. <laughs> yeah, which is basically. Um, like a step stool that wraps around the toilet to put your feet up on. Oh, so just buy a step stool then and save the money of a squatty potty. There you go. Thinking again. Yeah, sorry. I think I think wrong. I think poorly. Now they'll never sponsor us. Thanks, Ryan. Sorry, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of poop, we went to the world famous Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita. Because we don't know the rest of Cartman's song. So I, I signed up for Casa Bonita once I found out that, that 
it was being bought by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Okay, for people who don't know what Casa Bonita is, if you do not live in Colorado, how would you describe Casa Bonita? A... <laughs> uh, it's a Mexican restaurant of a Mexican village. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's unique and different. Yeah. So inside the restaurant, which is massive, it's about fifty-two thousand square feet. Correct. Served over a thousand plus people. Yeah, uh, fifteen hundred at a time. At a time. Yeah, and it's got um, it's huge. On the inside and there's cliffs in there with a waterfall and have cliff divers into the pool at the bottom and um the seating is is around arranged around that and then it has all these extra weird features in it it has an arcade but that's not all that unique but like black bart's cave where you can wander through there to see it which is how would you describe the cave i don't even know it, it's sort of like you're, uh, you know, you're following a a, a cowboy or a gangster uh, outlaw. He's an outlaw, yeah. And you're trying to find his treasure, and you're going to his cave to try to find the treasure. It's like, um, you know how they have haunted house areas where you, like, wander through, and... Uh, it, you follow the path Correct, and there's yeah. like jump scares and creepy things right, and right. stuff like that. So it's kind of on that theme, but it's for little kids. It's for little kids. Yeah. My sister was freaking out and I was just laughing at her. <laughs> Which one? Colleen. Oh my God. She's, she gets scared of anything. She gets scared of her shadow. Yeah. I love her dearly, but she does get scared of her shadow pretty, pretty often here. Yep. So some other features from classic Casa Bonita days before the South Park guys took over, uh, they have a had a gorilla that would run around and get loose. Correct. And it would abduct a woman, and then the handler had to go chase down the gorilla. Um, mariachi bands. Um, I don't remember. Obviously, they must have had the magician there before. I just don't remember that one. A puppet show. Uh, and also different areas where the seating is, is all themed differently. So there's one that's like uh, vapor caves. And then there's the bat caves and a mine down in the bottom. And then the rest of it's just like walking through this huge, huge village. It's, it's themed without. And it's definitely cheesy, cool camp kind of vibe to it. it it's a place where if someone comes in from out of town... And you would be like, where do you want to go? And you're like, I don't know. What's something unique for Colorado? I think you're going to like Casa Bonita. Yeah. I think it's kind of restaurant you take your out-of-towners to. Yeah. And they'll remember it for a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, definitely will remember it for a lifetime. The other thing is Casa Bonita had a reputation for awful, awful, awful food. It's because it's all steamed. Well... I actually worked in the office depot that was in the same... Uh, it's also in a strip mall. It is in a strip mall. That's what's really fucking hilarious. And it's in a strip mall on Colfax Avenue where, like, the vast majority of homeless people in Denver live if they're not in downtown Denver itself. It's in Lakewood, so it's out towards the west, but definitely still in homeless territory. The bus that runs along 
Colfax, the number 15 Boa. It's a scary freaking bus. It's known as the Bipolar Express. I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I worked at the Spaghetti Factory downtown, I'd take the bus to my sister's. She lived off of 14th and Clarkson. And tell you what, I knew how to get off the bus because there was a kitty cat porn theater there. Yeah. So, it, not, okay, that just sounded like you were just going, I always look for the kitty cat porn theater. I did, because that could, that, oh, good, ding, got to get off the bus at the kitty cat porn theater. But not because you were attending there. No, that's just where my sister lived at the time when I was staying Your at house. Your sister lived in a porno house? No. <laughs> She's the other one laughing at her own jokes again. Ah, oh, somebody's got to. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so this office depot that I used to work at, we one of the projects I had to do was they brought in the recipe book for Casa Bonita, so printing off new ones and laminating the sheets. So literally, the recipes were open, gigantic, industrial size can of beans, dump into tray, Heat it up. <laughs> and put over steam. <laughs> yeah. So the last time I ate at Casa Bonita before the whole, it went into Chapter 11. It was taken over by the South Park guys. So like 2019 is when it officially closed. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. But no, 2020 was when it threw in the towel and claimed by bankruptcy. So that's, I don't know. I went for Mother's Day. I made my kids take me for Mother's Day. And you're like... Why? Why do you want to go to Casa Bonita? I'm like, because I love it. And you're like, the food is so awful. Like, I'm, I don't give a fuck about the food. But I got like the inch cheese enchiladas or whatever. And we were eating and talking and watching the cliff divers. So after like 20 minutes, the cheese within the cheese enchilada had congealed into like a solid tube of not even Velveeta. That would have been like higher quality. I don't even know what this government was. cheese. Pretty much. Yeah. I bet that I bet it was the government cheese. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I don't know if you remember this was like a really really old commercial because I remember just getting really high as fuck. This is probably thirty years ago, and it was a pizza commercial. And they're like talking about fake cheese. So the restaurant <laughs> openers open a can of cheese. And it flops out, and it starts bouncing all over the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what is that? Like, it's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old one. It's so old. I don't remember who it's for, but that's a super old commercial. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the pizza place was saying, we don't use canned cheese. We use real cheese. But that's what that enchilada could have done from Casa Benita. The old know, Casa Benita. The old, old Casa Benita. So... Let's talk about the new era. So the way I explain to people at work the new food, I so you have on the bottom you have old Casa Bonita food, then you have Taco Bell for ta ranking ranking quality. from from worst to best. So old Casa Bonita, Taco Bell, Del Taco, stuff like that, and then just above those is new Casa Bonita. Yep. And then above that would be your your mom and pa's Mexican restaurants. And the best one ever is, I would have to say, the El Noble restaurant in Pueblo, Colorado, home to the Blue Cactus Room, where every now and then you might catch a wonderful comedy show 
that is produced by Coyote Visions Productions. <laughs> it's a great comedy show. The food is amazing. It's that is probably the best authentic Mexican food that I've eaten. I know it's pretty damn awesome. It's amazing food, and the atmosphere is wonderful. It's in Pueblo, though. That's the only downfall. Yeah, but if you're in Pueblo, go for it. Definitely check it out. All right, so with Casa Benita. It was pretty famous around here because uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone bought it for about six or seven million dollars, and then they like were going to go had to go in there, repair it, and renovate it because the previous owners hadn't done maintenance in like twenty in years. Twenty plus years, yeah. Yeah, Casa Bonita opened in nineteen seventy three, by the way, so uh, it's got some history, uh, and they would show the progress on the news every now and then. <laughs> And these poor guys, they're like, oh, my God. By the time they finished all the repairs and everything, they're into it for $42 million. Is that what the final number was? $42 million? Yeah. And they're like, this is going to bankrupt us. It's like, dudes, you have South Park. You have all the South Park merch. You have a hit Broadway musical that's on tour. Which is worth a see if you haven't seen it. Which is the Book of Mormon, in Correct. case you don't know. Um, so yeah, you, you may have been into this for a little bit more than you expected. And they're like, we have to have a million people a day come through here to make our money back. Well, they actually get 10,000 people a day going through it. Which I found hard to believe, but once you get up from your table after you're done eating, it's cleared off and it's given to the next group. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And they have unlimited Sofapillas. Well, they're not unlimited. We had to pay for the extras. Well, the well, yeah, we had to pay for everything else. So it costs. You play like a fat, a fat. It is a fat fee. It, it is a fat fee. A flat fee that includes your dinner. It's like fifty bucks for an adult. Uh, so if there's ten thousand people who are spending an average of fifty bucks each, that's not even counting incidents, alcohol, or anything, they're making half a million a day. Yeah, you know that's five hundred thousand. And people are going to come from out of town to visit the restaurant because that's what that the South Park has a following. Oh yeah, I mean there's a special table there that has a gigantic Cartman sitting at it, and you could get your picture taken with Cartman. Yeah, which we did. <laughs> I think one of the funniest things, though, is when we were walking up and we went with your sisters and uh, my middle child, Jasmine, and their husband and my grandson. But your sisters were like, I can't believe they painted it such a bright pink. I liked it better when it was the pale pink. And I'm like, you know, it's because the paint was faded, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was faded, but it, it, it's what we're used to. you got to remember... Growing up here in Colorado, that was pretty much the same faded pink we saw for years. Mm -hmm. It's a little shocking. Holy shit, that's pink! Yeah, yeah. It's it's a pretty bright pink building. The only thing I was disappointed is... Well, one of the, one of the things was Man Bear Pig. Man I Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. I stand 6'4", and Man Bear Pig was probably 5'2". Hey, if you need a 6'4", 300-pound guy for the job, I'd be willing to uh, go into contract negotiations for you, Matt, Trey. Yeah, but Man Bear Pig isn't real. It's a 
gorilla. It is a gorilla. But still, it's a 5-2 gorilla. It's a gorilla with a pig snout. <laughs> so even on like you, you get a little brochure, your passport to make sure you hit all the spots within Casa Bonita. Which we did. Even yeah. there, two and a half hours, we didn't hit them all. No, because Adam is a dick. That's why. Because I would go like start wandering back into where the, the mine area was. And he goes, walk a little ways into there. He goes, oh, there's nothing but tables in here. It's like, no, you got to keep walking to see the rest of the shit. So in other words, we have to go back again? I know. I'm like, we do have to go back. But now we're back in the lottery system again. Well, and I waited. I signed up for 2021 and it's now 2024. So I waited, what, three years to get my number, my name drawn? Right, but it wasn't even open when the time no, you signed up. No, I signed up because they said that's, you know, the best thing to do is sign up and to get on the list. Yeah. So for people who don't know what's going on with this lottery system, there is such a demand to go to Casa Bonita that they are doing lottery polls and you have to sign up for their newsletter to be put into the pool. So it can take a really long time to get your tickets. So hence, even more of the reason on why did we let, we should have after Jasmine and Adam left, when we had Maddox and it was just you and me, we should have just gone to everything else. We could have, but we didn't think about it. We didn't think about it because we thought we had hit everything. And then I looked at the map when we got home and I'm like, fuck. We missed a lot. Yeah. Sort of like Legoland in California. We missed a whole section in Legoland. No, we eventually found it. No, there were still two or three sections we missed. Oh, one of them was Duplo. We were like, I don't need, I don't to need go. Duplo. I don't need to go to where all the pre-kid, kindergarten kids are. Right. Yep. Yeah. So. The arcade is more ticket-based, so that, you know, that's going to get uh, you driven back there. We spent too much time in that stupid arcade. We did. Yeah. Yeah, the arcade was it was coin and card based, so there's no coins. You have to buy a card. Uh but there was a tarot card reader, but her line filled up fast and I uh, couldn't get into that. Um I also never know if I'm going to trust another card reader cuz I read my own tarot cards. So. Right. But then again, it's like I'm just going to go in there and see how accurate they are. <laughs> <laughs> Diving's every 20 minutes rather than every hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was good. And the, where we were sitting, because there was eight of us, so we could see everything that was going on. It was nice that they had, like, female cliff divers as well as the male ones. Correct. Before it was only males. Also, uh, Man Bear Pig, oh, the gorilla, the gorilla, has a female handler and doesn't snatch women anymore. So, yay, for all the inappropriate things that they do in South Park and stuff like that, it's real. I thought it was really nice to see that the features were less sexist. They were very less sexist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even the wishing well worked. Yeah. The wishing well hadn't worked in a long, long time. A long, 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 long time. It was funny. Yeah. And everybody, all the customers and even the employees, 
I thought everybody was in a dang good mood. They were. Nobody was really being a dick except Adam. But then again, we know about Adam. Yeah, I, everybody. I mean, we, you would sit at the, you would stand at the fountain waiting for your turn to go in, and you'd get your picture at the fountain, and the people would be like, "Here, why'd you go? Let me take a picture." And it was just like, "Pay it forward." You would take a picture, and they'd step up, and the group behind them would take a picture, and everybody was in a happy mood yeah they were just happy to be there i really yeah. didn't see anybody flipping out or things like that you know? security guards you have to get you go through a, a security guard and a metal detector and weapons detector that's just the sad state of our world so okay we've been talking about cosmonina for a while the food what'd you think of the food um i thought i had the food was okay uh from understanding the tacos and the taco salad are the best. Every the tacos were really good. I wish I had gotten those. I just got some bites off of Maddox's. The enchilada was okay. Um, it was too spicy for me. Yeah, I had, what did I have? I had a chili, a sweet chili relleno. I didn't like that at all. It was all. a little weird. I wouldn't get that again. Yeah. Uh, the chips were really good, and the salsa was a little weird. And the salsa was pretty weird. And the sopapillas rocked, of course. And the sopapillas were awesome. And the drinks... The adult beverages were really strong. But the mocktails were good. The mocktails were good. Yeah, so it was really nice to have um, non-alcoholic options. That I always appreciate that, and I don't care if I have to pay a little bit more for those, because it's like, hey, everybody else has a special drink. I want one, too. Right. Yeah. So what? what's your final rating on Casa, the new and improved Casa Bonita? <laughs> Oh, let's see. I'll give it five and a half spicy chili rellenos out of out of five. Five and a half out of five. Well, four and a half out of five. <laughs> I, I don't four. know my maths. Okay. Yeah, four and a half out of five. I think you're not there for the food. You're there for the show. Yeah, I right. wish I'd seen more of the show, but I was trying to stick with Maddox, which meant sticking with Adam, which means. You know, Adam thinks. We'll go again. Yeah, just got to wait again for another year and a half. <laughs> you never know. You're no I, I would say if your number gets drawn, let's just take a few people. Less yeah. than four. Eight people, it's herding cats. Oh, my God. Your sisters were all over the place. It was like the ADD time, it's 50. Yeah. And well, you, I had a lot of memories because I think Dad would have loved it. My dad would have loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, it was so stupid because we're like walking up the ramp to be led to our tables and we have our food. And the thing that always got me in walking into Casa Bonita as a kid is you get into the village proper area and the ceiling is all black with twinkly stars paint yeah. lights in it oh no he's like turned to maddox and i go look at the beautiful field of stars and he looked at me like i was insane <laughs> well they're not used to that stuff they didn't have it growing up yeah yeah so, so casa bonita was good hope your number gets called yeah and we'll go back again so let's take a break sure. and then we'll come back and talk about our uh beautiful beautiful new machine that we've added to our house you're like what <laughs> i know what it is i use it oh, oh. <laughs> all right so 
We'll be back. Okay, so we got a Bowflex. And you know what? Uh, it was surprisingly difficult to put up. It wasn't that difficult, actually. The steps made sense, but that is the first workout you will get with your Bowflex, <laughs> is assembling the Bowflex. Yeah, I think when I, when I was done assembling the Bowflex, I was done for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took us about three and a half hours, and we didn't even fight much no we didn't fight no we didn't yeah we've definitely fought putting shit together before yeah we have i think i just like when i prefaced it, it was going hey look the instructions are just like lego instructions yeah <laughs> and we'll treat this like putting together legos there we go so it's it's a extreme two x2 or something like that extreme extreme x2 yeah goes up to 210 pounds and i'm at 35 mm -hmm. for the resistance for the probably. resistance uh, i'm just starting out yeah okay so i really enjoy working with it and one of the things that i've just always liked bowflex is i've been looking at getting one of these for well over a year is i just think they're beautiful I do, which is weird, because it's an exercise machine, but something about the aesthetics with it just really appeals to me. And then I was, uh, so we have our exercise bike down there now, and I was riding the bike earlier today, because that's my routine, do the bike and then do the um, workouts with the weight resistance and stuff like that. And, okay, I listen to Serial Killer Podcasts. And I was listening to the one about the toy box killer, David Ray. Do you know anything about him? No, God, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, so he was a very prolific uh, torturer of and killer of women. Okay. You know, he killed over 60 women, they estimate, because it's hard to tell because no bodies were ever found. Um and from the age of 15 until the 59, when he, he got caught. So how'd they catch him? Uh, one of his victims escaped. Oh, okay. And ran naked down the hall, down the street wearing a dog collar. And neighbors were like, holy shit, there's a naked woman out here. Some, day, some people just consider that Saturday night. No, not always. He was in a small town called... Uh. <laughs> Ironically enough, Truth and Consequences, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, Truth or Consequences, something like that. So uh, he's known as the Toy Box Killer because he had like a uh, separate trailer on his property that was soundproofed, and that's where all his torture implements were. And, the, uh, you know, they would bring women in for five days to up to two weeks to be systematically tortured before they were killed. And, yeah. You're like, what the fuck does this have to do with your exercise equipment, Donna? I was going to say, you're just looking at the Bowflex going, there's a lot of cables. I was. I was like, oh, maybe this is what appeals to me about this. It's all like, uh, so we still not ever get to do BDS in play. 
Maybe it's because it appeals to me because I'm like self-torturing myself with the straps and I'm making myself work out and built up a sweat and the equipment's so beautiful. I, I'll just take care of it. Not that I'm killing people, okay? Not that I want to torture you or kill you, but you like giving me the worst look ever. <laughs> You're already torturing me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You're like, fuck you, Donna. You sleep in the other room now. And uh, I'm going to install a lock on the door. You don't have to worry about it. I'm the sub. I'm not the dom. I'm a sub. I know. That's why this stuff never happens. And I have to go <laughs> to the fucking bowl flex to get the thrill. Yeah. <laughs> If you think about it, it's like I'm working up a sweat, the muscles are burning, some of it's, you know, because I'm in such bad shape. I, I don't push it to the point of pain because I don't want to rip out my shoulders oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah, you don't. That's not how you work out anyways. If you're, if, you're, if you're hurting yourself working out, you're working out incorrectly. Yep. Yep. But it does feel good to be out there working out again. It so, does. I mean, I, I'm surprising. Um, it, it's kicking my butt. I, I'll work out and then ride the bike to get the blood flowing mm -hmm. yep i remember the first day i worked out and i'm like i could do this this is easy way i couldn't walk up the basement stairs where the but everything is uh. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm taking it slow a little bit older a little bit fatter i'm starting to lose weight starting to gain some muscle so yeah but We've been doing the exercise bike since last summer. Yeah. We got that in July. And when I could barely do 10 minutes on it, and even then I'd be huffing and panting and just streaming sweat. Now I am up to 28 minutes on the bike, which I can do uh, pretty easily, you know? Yeah. It's a good workout. But the biggest boost for keep going on this stuff is like when we're going up the stairs to cross the... Um, bridge over the trains to get into the, the ball arena to watch the avalanche i don't have to stop and huff and puff in the middle of the stairs well that's what i okay going back to casa bonita i was a lot of it's there's not a lot of sit to after you've done eating there's not a lot of sitting but i was like okay we could do this i wasn't really tired until we got home, I was like, oh, I thought I was going to be tired and grumpy, but no, I, I was okay. Of course, you know, having a pina colada that was 90% rum didn't hurt, but <laughs> if you're exercising, it's like, okay, I can walk a little bit more, don't have to take as many breaks. The reason I, I'm, I'm sounding nasally is because it's winter here in Colorado, and that's normal. Yeah, that's what happens. So, yeah. But yeah, the Bowflex, it's working. It's too, I mean, we got it on sale, so. Yep. The typical beginning of the year, New Year's resolutions. Get your exercise equipment now. And yes, it is the best time of year to buy your exercise equipment at the very end of December or the early January. You'll get your best deals there. Yep. Just because I got in my New Year's resolution, which I never, I stopped doing resolutions years ago. Yeah. So there is one thing I do really like about the Bowflex. Bowflex, please send us a royalty check. For <laughs> you know, although I don't know, they may not go, I don't really want you advertising that this is BDSM equipment, Donna. But it could, it could. Now, it does have a warning in there. Do not suspend yourself from the top bar. That's improper use of the equipment. So, right. you know, it's not fully set up to be... You know, if you need, 
I don't what's it called? The pull-up bar? No, there's a specific kind of cross that looks like an X and you can get shackled to it and then your partner can do things to you. I, I can't remember what it's called. But if you need to like literally hang off of a cross, it's um, not the Bowflex. The Bowflex won't do that for you. But some of the seated positions could work. <laughs> oh, the mind is racing with all the possibilities. Ryan's just like, shut the fuck up, Donna. Oh my God. He's never going to use it again now. Well, I'll use it tomorrow. Yeah. Not for a workout, not for workout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But, um, anyways, the one thing I do like about it, as a feature of extra size equipment, is they do promote that it's super easy to change the positions on things to either get more resistance or to position the equipment properly to work with your body structure. And it does. It's super easy to switch around. I'm a little bit taller, so I, I'm still trying to find the, the exact position where I need it on some of the workouts that I've had. Yeah. Just some of the, the individual workouts, not the total overall workout. Yeah. And I'm still going fairly slow on it just because... Um, it's not a race. It's not a race. And the whole reason too getting back into doing the exercise is that i had my final visit with the orthopedic surgeon or a new for the torn bicep i have in my left shoulder and he's like yeah we don't ever do surgery for that but you need physical therapy and you need to get back to your exercise because i had stopped doing my exercises last summer when i had this because i'm like i don't know if i'm tearing my shoulders out and you know, once that recovered some, it doesn't ever really recover because a torn bicep, it has to be reattached. But the one I tore is when they usually cut when anyways. people get a rotator cuff surgery because it's right. more susceptible to tearing out anyways. So after it wasn't hurting anymore, which was about four months after the injury, you know, I was pretty well cleared to do exercises. But... I had started working with these horrifying latex exercise bands they give you in physical therapy. Which they snap like crazy. I know. I did impress all the physical therapists, though. They're like, how do you keep snapping them? You must be really strong. It's like, no. It's because the only spot I had to put them to anchor them on a door, they would rub against the hinge. <laughs> snap it. It's true, yeah. Because we don't have a lot of good door space for working out here. No. And the latex shit. Stinks. Stinks. Stinks to high heaven. Oh There's my. a dead skunk in the middle of the road. Oh my god. I would like, especially the strongest resistance. I would wash my hands three times after using that thing and still have this stink on me. See, this is one kink you'll never have to worry about from me. I don't want to be a rubber man. I don't want a latex skin suit, okay? Maybe I, I won't fit in one. <laughs> you'd have to have it custom made. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying those prices. I, I don't think I could even do like a full leather outfit like that either because I'm just... I would look like a Vogon. <laughs> <laughs> Or the big fat guy from Dune. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, the, um, not the Duke, but the Baron. The Baron. Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> yeah. I don't need 
that nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs to see that with me either. Yeah. So that's one kink we will not be exploring. Not today. Yeah. But it's working. I am feeling better. Maybe the Bowflex. The Bowflex. <laughs> not the kink. <laughs> the Bowflex is working. Good. Good. So, all right. We'll take one more tiny break and then I have a very dangerous thing that I'm going to ask our listeners to help us with. Okay. Well, help me with. Help you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're all on your own here. Yeah. You're like, Donna, it's another one of your stupid ideas. So, all right. So, we'll take a break and be back. Okay, so for our final thing is actually tied to the podcast that I do for my business. So if y'all have never heard it before, it's called Tattooed Freaks and Business Suits. It's on all the major platforms, but obviously it's for a business audience, but, and we talk about tattoos. <laughs> so I'm looking at getting another tattoo done this year, and I've actually asked our listeners to vote on what I should get next. Yep, I'm doing the dumbass thing of asking the internet for advice that will be marked permanently onto my flesh. I know already I can picture somebody in my mind going, you need a tattoo that says Bofex for life. Okay, uh, there are some ground rules on this, but I would love for our Coyote Tales listeners to put in their two cents worth as well. So guys and gals and everything in between, you're going to have to follow these particular rules, all right? So number one, nothing obscene, please. I am not putting a dick on my face. Nothing above, see, nothing above your neck. Right, no face tattoos. I have considered a thing on the back of my neck, like a barcode, but... I don't have that one as part of the suggestions. Um, I'm going to have the sole ta uh, decision-making on where the tattoo is placed. Okay. So, again, no dicks on the face. Um, I also have the ultimate decision on the tattoo style, size, and the specific art. So, don't just send me pictures of your dick and say, use this one. No. Nothing dick-related in general. And voting is going to close by February 29th, 2024. Also, I am not putting fucking Trump's mugshot anywhere on my body. No. <laughs> no no uh, presidential candidates. <clears throat> yeah. No ex-presidents. Yeah. No on Ryan's picture. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I will have a link for the survey in the show notes. Sorry, I can't. So... My tattoo idea from this year, just if you want to add them in the comments, I'm thinking of getting Sweetums or I'm thinking of getting a ram uh, made of fire. A ram is in a Aries tattoo made of fire. What's Sweetums for those who don't know? Sweetums is a giant Muppet. He's one of the big Muppets that's actually 
a person in a costume. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so do you want me to put a survey out there, too, for people to vote on yours? No, because that's, I'm just because one or the other, and one whichever mm-hmm. I don't get this year, I'll probably get in a couple of years. Uh, you're like, I'm not so stupid as to trust the internet for advice. Uh, that would be a valid statement. Yeah, okay. No Bodie McBoke face either. <laughs> Cartman. <laughs> not doing Cartman. Um, but here's the options that I have. And yes, there is an option for a write-in vote. So one would be a combined Pikachu and Bulbasaur. Okay. A Luke Skywalker. I'm worried about that one because if you get a Luke on your shoulder... Okay, so Luke Skywalker and Darth Maul are both options in and of themselves. Now, I've originally talked to Ryan about these two as going on my shoulders in the back, but I was concerned on if we're doing it from behind and Ryan has to stare at either Luke Skywalker or Darth Maul or both, would that dampen your arousal? Possibly, yes. Yeah, so there, there's that issue. So now everybody's going to vote for those. But anyways, also a uh, lame one because it is for my business, which is like my personal touch career services logo. But it's a phoenix. It is a phoenix. So it would just be the phoenix part of it. Um, a Sanderson tattoo. So Sander- Brandon Sanderson is an author. Uh, so I would specifically get a Mistborn coin shot. And a Stormlight Lightweaver, which are two of the categories of the magic users. So if you know, you know what those mean. And a cover-up of my really, really bad tiger. And then other. So who are you planning on going to with these? It depends on which one I end up people vote on the most. Because I'm going to want different artists who would be more into doing different things. Like, I'm not sure who could do a cover-up of what I need. Th- let's see, That's how a would huge you... cover-up. That is a huge cover-up. How big is that busted-up tiger? Well, it's probably as big as my ad ad. My ad ad's basically the full length of my thigh. My thigh. <laughs> okay. She's getting a tape measure. That almost sounded like my... I thought you were going to say my ass. No. And then you're like, ad, ad. Why do you do that to me? What? At... Uh, it was turned away. Okay, so it's like this big. So it's like what? Maybe I should put the ruler around the right way. Yeah, it's about seven inches long. And probably what, five inches wide? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good portion of my thigh. And it's all black and white. And it's mostly black that has all bled into itself. I wouldn't know how to do that cover. I don't all. know either. So that's like, you know, that is without a doubt the most expensive one on the list. Yeah. Cover ups always cost anywhere from twice to 10 times as much as the original piece. So do you have early voting results? I do. I do. So we have one vote for Pikachu by himself. We have one vote for the Pikachu and Bulbasaur combination, uh, one vote for the cover-up, and one vote for the Sanderson tattoos. Okay, so we need some more votes. We need a ton of more votes. So, what? To, okay, if there comes up a tie, 
Who gets to pick? Me. It's my body. Okay. Just like if we get overwhelming votes on something stupid, it's not happening. <laughs> okay. It's a good idea. We'll see what happens. Yeah. More to come. More to come. We'll see. All right. So that's everything that we have for y'all today. So thanks for tuning in. And any final comments, Ryan? Cuss up with Nita. Cuss up with Nita. Until we get to go to Casa Bonita again. Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales is a production of Coyote Visions Productions and is hosted by Donna Shannon. Ugh, nothing redundant about that. Theme music is Coyote Strut by James Nay. All other music is ethically sourced and licensed from SoundDogs.com and EpidemicSound.com. And we paid for it, I swear. We can provide receipts if necessary. All the stories you've heard are true. Only the names, events, and facts have been changed for our own amusement. In the immortal words of Obi-Wan, so what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Find all of Donna Shannon's website and social media links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E slash Donna Shannon. Follow us and find out all about upcoming shows and live performances. Now go out there, enjoy life, and grab some tales of your own. <laughs>